All right, which player coming back from injury will have the greatest impact on the 2023 Angels? John, will it be Griffin Canning, Anthony Rendon, Jared Walsh? We'll share some stats, and we'll pick who we believe will help the Halos next season. It's time to get Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And as always, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Every show is free. Every show is available on all platforms like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you know the best way to help us out is by giving us a rate and a review. And those watching on YouTube, let us know you're here with a like, a comment, and make sure that you're subscribed to the show. And make sure that you also click that bell to be notified so that you know when a new episode drops. Thanks for being here with us for this edition of Lockdown Angels, where it's your team every day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, a.k.a. the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Well, what the health, Mike? That's the <laughs> question we're asking today on Lockdown Angels. I almost what have happens? to tell mom. Uh- <laughs> uh-huh. Mom, sorry if you're watching. That's the question we're asking today, and as longtime Angel fans, you and I know that the Angels have had their struggles in recent years yeah. with healthy players there was a period of time where it feels like every pitcher on the team, other than Jared Weaver, ding, there's your reference, yep. uh, who's also up for the Hall of Fame, by, by the way. Other Every other pitcher, other than Jared Weaver, dealt with Tommy John surgery on this team. We've seen Trout get hurt from time to time. He missed most of 2021. We've seen Rendon get hurt in 21 and 22. And we've lost Griffin Canning to a back injury. This year, Jared Walsh was hurt. Fletcher was hurt. So much has been hurting our angels. And we're asking the question today, when it comes to a full season of Halo Baseball, who can we expect to make the biggest impact in 2023? And we're going to start with starting pitcher Griffin Canning. Remember him? He's still yeah. here. He's still, he's still on the team. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about Griffin Canning, Mike. Barry Manassian said he's healthy, which is really good news. And we're not sure if that's actually true or if it's just because Griffin <laughs> Canning is trade bait, right? But here's here's Griffin kind of in a nutshell. He missed all of 2022 because he was rehabbing from a stress fracture in his lower back. And you all mm-hmm. know whether you've hurt your back really bad or you just pulled something, picking up something, right? You realize what muscles you use every single day in your back when you pull something right you're, you you sneeze and you feel it you scratch your eyeball and you feel it and that's me Johnny yeah I was gonna say that's you you have you've had those back issues you know sitting here recording the pod I felt right on my tuchus like 10 years ago and it's still messed up still battling yeah so again yeah Perry said that he is now ready to throw for the first time since May of this year which is great now good news is Canning is still young 26 years old and he had a 560 ERA with a 1.48 whip and a 62 to 28 K to, to walk ratio in 62 and two thirds innings across 14 outings in 2021 prior to this injury. Mm-hmm. So Griffin's a guy that has a lot of potential. He came out of out of college, pitched for the UCLA Bruins, mm-hmm. was one of those pitchers that threw 2,500 pitches in one game and pitched like nine <laughs> innings, right? Like, And just looked dominant from the first pitch to the last pitch. And so we know that he has a lot of potential but we just haven't seen performance, Johnny. And so what are your expectations for Griffin Canning in 2023? Do you think he's going to be somebody that 
is going to be in the starting rotation? Do you think he's somebody that's going to be really impactful for this team? Where do you place him next season? When I think about Griffin Canning, I think about how he looked in 2021. Remember, he had that incredible outing against the Dodgers that Mm -hmm. year. That was Mm -hmm. awesome. And then Drew Butera was catching him that game and drew had like flown in that morning to be part of the angels we got him from texas for like cash now drew is a a catching coach which is cool he's still in the organization but what a game that was for griffin canning and then he had some clunkers he had some Mm -hmm. stinkers mike so he's been very hit and miss and what i like about canning is when he's on he is a very good pitcher and you just wish that you would get that out of him more often than not, and you really, you could do a coin flip, and you're not sure what you're going to get out of Griffin Canning, and that 560 ERA to me is deceiving, because I think it was better than those those surface level numbers imply. I think that when he is having himself a good game, and he's in the zone, he's a really good pitcher, and perhaps coming back from this injury, it is going to take some time to get right, and get well, and kind of find your location again obviously he's doing that because he's throwing now for the first time since may man i would really love to see him in the starting rotation and i think going into the season i think he slots in at a number six Hmm. very well even if he is hit or miss i think number six in the rotation it's okay to be hit or miss yeah to be honest we had a lot of that this season like we gave guys a try in the number six spot like chase silseth who came up and could throw for like four and a third innings and then start to struggle. And then we saw guys like Tucker Davidson, who he was very hit and miss. We saw Tuki Toussaint, who's not with the team now. He's a free agent. We saw him start in the sixth spot. He was hit and miss. So these were a lot of like get me over guys. Yeah. Just get us through the game and get us some some good innings and try not to give up any runs. I mean, that's the goal of every start, but... When you look to those guys to start a game for you, you don't expect them to go very long or very far. And Griffin Canning is somebody who can go long into a game and can go very far. He's He's got a great strikeout pitch, Mike. Like he, He's got, I think it's that Clayton Kershaw-esque curveball. Mm, like yeah. that thing is like a rainbow. It's a floater. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I think he's got good stuff. And I want to see more of him. It's just a shame that we missed out on an entire year of Griffin Canning. But heading into this season, if the Angels aren't going to make another move for the rotation, and Griffin Canning is number six in the rotation, I think I'm okay with that. Okay. What do you think about Griffin Canning? Does he does he remind you of anybody, past or present? Do you see anything in him that you like, dislike? What are your thoughts on Canning? Griffin Canning, mechanically, in his windup, reminds me of John Garland. Remember John Garland? There's a name. There you yeah. go. We had him for, I think, what, two seasons, maybe one season. Um, he was only good for us for one season. He pitched with the White Sox <laughs> and was actually really good. But he kind of reminds me of John Garland. I think if Griffin Canning has a full season, he could be a 13-10 and, and 10 guy, a 15-10 and 10 guy, right, and eat up some innings, maybe get up to the 170-180 range. And for a sixth starter... That would be incredible for the Halos, right? And, you know, his his off and on pitching when he was in the rotation in 2021 kind of reminds me of Jose Suarez. You know, Jose mm. really struggled. And I think that what we found last season with Jose is he was surrounded by some really great pitchers and he was given a shot to prove himself. 
And so mm-hmm. Phil Nevin might actually be the best manager for Griffin Canning as he's coming back from an injury. And yeah. and I say that because I think he's going to give him a shot to really prove himself and to be the pitcher yeah. that he can be. And you're right. If the Angels don't make any more moves in the starting rotation, then I think that Canning can really slot in in that sixth spot in the rotation. And I think he can eat up a lot of innings, which is going to be necessary as Shohei is trying to figure out how he's going to win a second MVP next season, right? So <laughs> I, I, I really like three. Griffin Canning. I, I like him because he just he's a gamer. He pitches to contact, but he does strike out some pitchers as well. And you're right. When he's on, there's something about him where you're like, ooh, that that's that's the dude right there. Yeah. I also think that Griffin is probably somebody that the Angels would consider trading in a package, maybe to fill hmm. some of the holes they have defensively, left field, shortstop, those types of things. But if they keep him, I think he actually could be a pretty good, impactful starter for the Halos in 2023. He's got to be able to go more than four or five innings. Yes. That's the biggest, that's the key here. And we all know that, These guys can have a great start and then things fall apart. Fourth inning, fifth inning, third time through the order. I'll be interested to see if he can get creative on the level of like a Shohei. You know, Shohei will throw his fastball all game, 96, 98. Then when he needs to, he'll ramp it up to 101. He's like, hey, I had the secret weapon in my back pocket the whole time. And now I'm going to use it. And sometimes you won't see Shohei use a pitch until later in the game. And that's the other thing about Canning. He's got... A lot of pitches. He's got a good arsenal. Yeah. And again, I go back to that curveball and just how effective it can be. And if you're able to hide that until later in the game, maybe pitch to a little more contact. Maybe you let your fastball get hit a little bit so that you can get guys out that way. And then go to the strikeouts later on. I think the biggest thing that the ish, that the Angels run into issue-wise is too many pitches too early in the game. Yeah. And that's a yeah. lot of what we've seen from Griffin Canning. So hopefully that can change in 2023. Will he make the greatest impact when he returns? Well, we'll see. But before we decide that, we have two more names to discuss, Mike. Coming up on Lockdown Angels, we're going to talk about Jared Walsh and his potential for 2023. But first, Lockdown Angels is brought to you by our friends at Simply Safe. If you've been thinking about getting a home security system, now is the time to do it because Lockdown Angel listeners can order the number one rated home security system for 50% off, half off. We know that you're going to spend all your money on all your loved ones for Christmas. And so Simply Safe is like, listen, we're going to hook you up. You can get a home security system 50% off. Here's why you should do it now. During the holidays, property crimes like burglaries and package thefts, they spike nationally. And Simply Safe, they want to protect you and they want to give you the protection that you need and that you desire. And with their home security system, you get HD cameras, not just inside, but also outside, plus advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, along with hazard sensors that detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. With the top rated Simply Safe app, being safe is convenient and it's also easy. You have complete control of your system anytime, anywhere. You can arm and disarm your house. You can unlock the door for guests. You can access your cameras or adjust your your settings. So don't miss this chance to save big on the only security system that we recommend at Locked On. Get 50% off any new Simply Safe system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today. Make sure you go to that website. This is their biggest discount of the year. And in order to get it, you got to go to simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And remember, there's no safe like Simply Safe. 
Hey, we want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. And while you're at it, make your second listen of the day, the Locked On Sports Today podcast. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, you can go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports Today is available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So who's going to make the greatest impact coming back from injury in 2023? We talked about Griffin Canning. Let's talk about our second name, Anthony Rendon, who Johnny mm-hmm. this week called Tony Two Months because he gets injured <laughs> quickly, and that's unfortunate. And we're wondering if he will actually make the greatest impact. So here's some stats, Johnny, from last year for from Rendon. He only had 166 at bats, a 706 OPS. And you and I've talked about it. He had one really good season, his first season with the Angels mm-hmm. in 2020, a 915 OPS. And that's the Anthony Rendon that we are hoping for. 286 average that season. Here's what I love a 418 on base percentage. Ooh. He was drawing walks and getting on base. Yeah. 497 slugging. He had nine home runs, 31 RBIs. Remember, it was the the pandemic shortened season of mm-hmm. 60 games. Those numbers, they would change our lineup, John, especially that on base percentage. So imagine a healthy Anthony Rendon putting up a 900 OPS next season. People would probably completely forget about the last two seasons. Yeah. And we've been we've been frustrated and and rightly so because he's been out, he's been hurt, he had the hip issue, then he had the wrist issue last year and then he was smacking people and got suspended. And <laughs> and if he's in there, he can change this lineup not just offensively but defensively. So Johnny, yeah. where do you think Rendon is more valuable? Is he more valuable offensively with his bat or is he more valuable defensively with his glove that's a hard question mike because i know i love his glove i'm gonna have you answer it (laughs) (laughs) over at third base man he is a stud and we talked about this yesterday man the fact that he can make plays at third he's always dazzling us he's yeah always making strong throws over to first base he's catching pop-ups way out of foul territories running up to the wall and running into the wall and making grabs and that is just amazing to see and you can't discount what he does defensively, even when he does struggle at the plate. He still brings a lot of value with that glove. But I will say, if we can get a healthy, offensive Anthony Rendon, we're going to see this lineup change for the way better. And the reason I say that is because even though he didn't play that many games last season, the games that he played in, he had a very impactful role. Look, his average you look at it you look at the the surface numbers not that great but if you look at his clutch moments where it matters most when there's runners on base he'll come through with that rbi single that rbi double he'll hit one off the wall might even hit one out and get a home run he has this ability to hit when it counts we saw that on mother's day last season when he got the winning run the walk-off the walk-off hit. That's just but one example. But yeah. if you go look at those underlying numbers, when he has runners on base, he performs very, very well. We covered this a long time ago when we were talking about what Anthony brings to this lineup. So to me, if we can have those numbers, those clutch moments come back for Anthony Rendon, that's going to make a huge difference. And then I look at that on-base percentage, the guy knows how to walk. I know that he's been batting cleanup when he's in the lineup. And I honestly think that he would make a better number two guy because Mm, he walks so much and he gets on base so much. 
And if he's hitting doubles the way that he does when he's healthy, then he's already on second base in scoring position for guys like Trout, for guys like Otani. I think that Phil Nevin has a lot of options this season in the way that he wants to construct his lineups. And now that Gio Rochella is part of it and his strong bat that he brings, I think Rendon is going to contribute to a positive way and help these Angels score a ton of runs, whether that's him being on base and getting runs or if he's the one hitting in those runs. Man, I think his bat is going to be the more impactful part of his game if he can stay healthy in 2023. I agree with you. I think that defensively, he's super strong, but we already saw at the beginning of last season how impactful he was for this team. You pointed out all of the good stats there, Johnny. But remember, we were 10 games over 500 when he was in our lineup, and he Mm -hmm. was in our lineup consistently. And so I think this guy extends our lineup. Let's say he's not batting second, but he is batting fourth, maybe batting fifth, depending on who you have in there. John, that's what we need. We need Mm -hmm. somebody who is going to knock in some runs and get on base and hit the ball around a little bit in that four through nine. I feel like it's a broken record and we just need to like stop skipping because we (laughs) talk about that often. But that's the thing that really was our detriment last season. We Mm -hmm. need offense and we needed it badly because there were so many games when Ward, Trout, Otani got on base. I can remember a few games where the bases were loaded with nobody out and those three guys were on because they singled, they walked, and they walked. And then you've got a terrible, terrible four through nine and they're grounding into double plays and they're striking out and not making contact. And so I think that Rendon is actually going to be more impactful offensively than he is defensively. And the reason for that is I think that they'll probably get him off his feet more often. They may Mm -hmm. even move him over to first base to Mm -hmm. relieve Jared Walsh and put Walsh in left field for a couple of games, move some pieces around, right? Mm -hmm. That's why Urshela's on the team. We talked about that yesterday. And so I think that he's going to be more impactful offensively because he's going to be in there more and they're going to really watch close, closely to make sure that this guy has at least 130, 140, maybe even 100 and 145, 150 games under his belt. And if yeah. he gets that, we're going to see the Rendon from 2020. Yeah, 2020. And, mm-hmm. and when he was really, really good for us. Top 10 in MVP voting in 2020 because he had that good of a season. Right. He was one of the best players on the on the team other than Trout that season. I mean, gosh, we, we were very excited to what he was going to bring to the table. And I think what's frustrating is we, we were hoping that the injuries were behind him this season. And then suddenly the wrist issue came out because all all along we were like, man, if he's got a healthy, if he's got healthy hips and isn't dealing with that, then we'll see a lot of good production out of him. And then the wrist issue happened. But you know what I'm encouraged by? David Fletcher had a very similar injury to his hips. And before he had the hand injury where he got hit on the hand and was swinging with one arm at one point. Right, right. um, David Fletcher seemed to be the Fletcher of old of 2020, of 2019. And if if Fletcher's healthy after his hip injury, again, he got hit on the hand, so that kind of messed up the end of his season. But I liked what we were seeing from Fletcher. And I think if Rendon has a healthy wrist, healthy hips, we're going to get back to the Rendon that we anticipated signing in 2019 for 2020. And I think he could be a, a huge bat in this lineup. Well, Locked On Angels is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. 
You can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer to esports. We've got it all at betonline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. They talk to you about how to bet and do it well. They're always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fix. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. All right, Mikey, we got to talk about Jared Walsh, the last piece of the puzzle in this episode, the last piece who should be ready to go, according to Perry Manassian, for 2023. But Walsh went down with an injury in 22, and it kind of made sense because we saw him struggle offensively. The defense was still there. He was still doing very well over at first base. But at the plate, it was very obvious that something was wrong. Turns out he was dealing with thoracic outlet syndrome TOS it's a condition in which the nerves or the blood vessels compress in the rib area so that's something he's been dealing with it's actually commonly a pitcher's injury yeah something that we've seen with other pitchers and it makes me wonder is this left over from his days as a pitcher as perhaps a pitcher, there was yeah. something there yep. that we didn't know was there before and it kind of came up and really we need him to be healthy. Here's yes. how he did in 2022. He had a 642 OPS, 15 home runs. Now, if you compare that to 2021, he had an 850 OPS and 29 home runs. Wow. Which is the guy that we were expecting in 2022 before the injury. But why don't you talk about some of his deeper stats? Yeah, here's what we really wanted to look at. What changed? Was mm-hmm. it was it something in his swing? Was it something in his contact? Like, why did he really go down as much as he did offensively? And looking mm-hmm. at his stats, and Baseball Savant is really great for this if you want to check it out, Walsh's exit velocity, launch angle, barreling percentage, and hard hit percentage was, John, similar to 2021 in 2022, meaning Hmm. that there wasn't much of a difference, which tells me Hmm. that it was the injury that was causing the problem. So it wasn't his mechanics or the way he was swinging. It was by virtue of the fact that he was hurting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep, which is great news because we need Walsh's bat in this lineup. And the thing that we always think about when it comes to Jared Walsh is that Yankee game that was so many innings and then he hit the game winning (laughs) home run off of Aroldis Chapman. That's the Walshy that we need on this team. And we just got done talking about Anthony Rendon and his offensive impact. John, you throw in 25 to 30 home runs from Jared Walsh and a batting average around 270 to 280. Mm -hmm. Man, you're ex- again, you're extending the lineup, which is something that we struggled with. And having Walsh be in that lineup and extend it and be a threat, it causes pitchers to go, what am I going to do? Because once I'm mm. done with the top three, I've got this guy and I've got this guy and I've got Walsh. And I, I just think that what we see in Jared Walsh in 2021 will be the Walsh that we'll see in 2023 Because we have gotten news that he is healthy. Perry said he's Mm -hmm. healthy and he's ready to go. And they're even talking about having him play a little bit of left field because he is that type of a player. And, of course, while she said, I'm in, I'm ready. And so if (laughs) he's able to do that, I got to believe that he is really healthy. And the prognosis from this injury after surgery is really, really good for everybody that has gone through it. So good news is we'll get a healthy Walsh in 2023. And that 
that's only going to be good news for the Halos. Yeah, he's so versatile. He could play the outfield. He could play first base. I think that having him in at first base makes such a difference for the guys who are throwing to him. And yeah. when you have guys who can't pick it, that air gets charged to whoever's throwing it. And Walsh, as we've seen, we talk about it all the time, he's got the yoga pants, he's got the yeah. yoga stretch. Yep. He's making these plays that you're just in awe of. And I think that that is going to play an important part of 2023 as well. And here's the other thing that comes up often when we talk about guys who have injuries like this. I I can't help but notice, and I can understand it a little bit more with Rendon, but I can't help but notice how quick we are to write off players yeah. because of yeah. their injuries, because yep. of what they've been dealing with. We saw it with Fletcher. We saw it with Rendon. And now I've seen it with Walsh. And I'm like, this guy was an all-star in 21. Right. This guy was a huge part of our offense in 21. And obviously, he's dealing with an injury that's been bugging him all season. And that's why we didn't get the results. So I would hesitate, if I were speaking about those guys, to write them off so quickly. Yeah. And I'll even say that about Griffin Canning. Yeah, before the injury, he was hit or miss. Right. But I'm willing to see where he can go in 2023 and give him a shot. So, Mike, having said all of this, yeah. having talked about Canning, Rendon, Walsh, which of those three, when healthy, are going to make the biggest impact next season? John, I'm going to go with Jared Walsh, and here's why. Okay. Because we already know what Jared Walsh can do for us mm-hmm. in 2020 and 2021. We know what he can do for us offensively. We know what he can do for us at first base. We know that Jared Walsh can be a, a, a poster child of consistency and be mm. somebody that can extend this lineup and help our infielders look magnificent, save them from errors. I think Jared Walsh is going to be the guy that at the end of next season, we're going to go, dude, I'm so glad that he was healthy because he had the <laughs> greatest impact on this season. Who do you think is going to be the one that does that? Is it Walshy or is it somebody else? I think it's going to be Rendon. And maybe that's just wishful thinking because I really want him to be healthy. I want him to make it. And I know he probably won't play, obviously, 162 games. Like it might be 140, 135. You know what yeah. I mean? I think he's going to need more time off. I think Gio Urshela provides that. So here's my hope. My hope is now that we have somebody in Urshela who can step in for Rendon at third every so often, because when Rendon had a day off, you felt it. Yep. You felt the missing You're right. piece. You You're felt right. that over at third base because you had Duffy over there. Duffy's bat is not Rendon. No. Urshela and Rendon actually probably have like comparable stats. I think the OPS obviously is better with Rendon and especially the on-base percentage. But I think the more traffic you can create on the bases for an opposing pitcher, the more you get in their head. Yeah. And I think with Rendon, who has the ability to take walks, who has the ability to get an extra base hit, just causes more problems. And your your focus is on who's behind you at second or who's on base at first. Right. I think that really affects the opposing pitcher. And that's only going to make our hitters better. So I think that... Rendon will have kind of a reverberating effect in terms of his on-base percentage, in terms of taking walks, in terms of hitting guys in. And I go back to it again, Mike, the clutch factor. Yep. He's been very clutch. And if I need to, I'll share those stats again because I was really impressed with the fact that when it counted, Rendon came through. His average was much higher with runners in scoring position. And that goes back to getting inside 
that opposing pitcher's head when there's runners on base, the likelihood that they're going to give up a hit gets much higher. And if Rendon can bring that bat to the plate, get on base somehow, whether that's a hit or a walk, I think that that is going to make all the difference for our lineup. 1-9 1-9 through nine in 2023. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen today. Now for your next listen, check out our friends at the Locked On Sports Today podcast. They're sharing some of the biggest stories of the day, instant reactions, big game recaps, and of course the take of the day. They're available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, be sure to give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter and of course at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. Mike, what do we have on deck? We're going to make the case for Kodai Senga coming to the Angels. And I'm excited about that conversation, so don't miss it tomorrow on Locked on Angels. That's going to be a fun one, and we hope that you'll join us. Kodai Senga, starting pitcher from Japan, tomorrow on Locked on Angels. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Angels, and we'll see you back here tomorrow.